Welcome to Space News Brief. You can find us on Twitter at Space News Brief or online at bluehelmco.com. Today in 1961, NASA launched the first test flight of the new Saturn 1 space launch vehicle. Today is October 27th, and these are your top space news headlines. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration announced an agreement today with Google to explore the benefits of artificial intelligence and machine learning to enhance the agency's use of satellite and environmental data. Under the three-year Other Transaction Authority Agreement, or OTA, NOAA's National Environmental Satellite Data and Information Service and Google will conduct pilot projects to explore ways artificial intelligence and machine learning can, quote, amplify NOAA's environmental monitoring, weather forecasting, climate Climate research and technical innovation, unquote, according to the NOAA news release. The $10 million cost of the OTA agreement will be shared by Google and NOAA. North Star Earth and Space, a Canadian company planning a satellite constellation to track other satellites, has selected Thales Alenia Space to build its first satellites. Montreal-based North Star announced today that Thales will build its first three Skylark satellites, working in conjunction with Leo Stella, its small sat manufacturing joint venture with Black Sky. The satellites, based on Leo Stella's Leo 100 bus and assembled at its factories near Seattle, are scheduled for launch in 2022. We all heard the breaking news about water being on the moon. Well, water ice may be more prevalent on the surface of the moon than previously thought, but that discovery appears unlikely to have any near-term effects on NASA's lunar exploration plans. In a paper published in the journal Nature Astronomy on October 26th, scientists reported detecting traces of water in the crater Clavius on the near side of the moon using NASA's Stratospheric Observation for Infrared Astronomy, or SOFIA, aircraft. SOFIA detected an infrared emission feature at a wavelength of 6 microns consistent with water on the surface in the vicinity of the crater. The discovery has implications for both lunar science and future exploration. NASA has emphasized the importance of water ice as a means of making human explorations of the moon sustainable. That water could be a resource to both sustain astronauts and be converted into liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen propellants for spacecrafts. Swedish broadband service provider Avzon anticipates strong demand for the type of high-capacity mobile satellite communications it demonstrated recently for the U.S. government customer. In a heavy rain, Avzon transferred data to and from a Black Hawk helicopter through a steerable satellite beam at speeds of 17 megabits per second, a daunting feat given the obstructions caused by the precipitation and spinning rotors. Avzon ordered its first satellite in 2018 from Maxar Technologies and signed an agreement with Ariane Space in 2019 to launch a satellite called Avzon 3 in the fourth quarter of 2021 on an Ariane 5 rocket. The Aerospace Corporation is working to license commercially a laser communication subsystem that downlinks data at a rate of 200 megabits per second from three unit CubeSats. Aerospace Corporation demonstrated the latest version of its laser communications subsystem on the Rogue Alpha and Beta CubeSat built for the U.S. Space Force Space and Missile Systems Center as part of an effort to identify the challenges inherent in rapid production of miniature remote sensing satellites. However, as a federal research and development center, aerospace does not produce commercial components in high volumes. If a government agency or commercial customer wants to equip a constellation of satellites with the laser communication subsystem, aerospace would need to transfer the technology to a commercial industry partner. 
Ansys, which is a company that specializes in engineering simulation software, announced October 26th that it intends to acquire space data service provider Analytical Graphics, Inc. for $700 million. AGI, based in Exton, Pennsylvania, operates the Commercial Space Operations Center, which tracks objects in orbit and analyzes the data to provide satellite operators with warnings of potential close approaches or conjunctions. The European Space Agency signed a Memorandum of Understanding today, formalizing its collaboration on Gateway, a planned outpost in lunar orbit that NASA sees as key to its Artemis program of crewed moon exploration. S&B is brought to you by Future Shredding back here to remind you that we provide residential, yes, and commercial on-site shredding alike. We would be honored to help you get rid of the shredding that you have piling up in that corner. You see it, I see it. I know you have it there. They're in boxes just sitting there waiting and begging to be shredded. We follow all HIPAA and FACTA guidelines and you can even watch it being done right in front of you. Listen, so don't wait any longer. Give us a call. We offer customized recurring shredding and one-time purge shredding. If you are in the Southern California area, give us a call at 562-426-0557 or head over to our website at futureshredding.com. Law and policy and other events in space. Paraton, not Peloton, received a $10 million five-year contract extension from the U.S. Space Force for Orbital Analysis Services, the company announced today. The contract is for professional services for the Peter Shriver Garrison, a Space Force unit in Colorado that operates surveillance, communications, and navigation satellites. NASA is looking at ways to stretch the budget for its Human Landing System program should there be any further delays in the final appropriation bill while still seeking full funding for the program in 2021. NASA requested $3.2 billion for the program in its fiscal year 2021 budget proposal. However, a House bill passed in July provided only about $600 billion, while the Senate has yet to release its version of a spending bill. In other NASA news, they announced today a new launch date for the operational mission of SpaceX's Crew Dragon to the International Space Station to November 14th. The launch was postponed after an engine anomaly during an attempted launch of a non-NASA satellite in early October. NASA and SpaceX will discuss the results of the investigation into that anomaly during a media teleconference on October 28th. China launched a seventh group of Yeogan-30 reconnaissance satellites October 26th, marking the country's 31st launch of 2020. Tomorrow is the next scheduled launch of a Rocket Lab Electron rocket from the Mahia Peninsula in New Zealand at 5.14 to 6.03 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. NOAA has two webinars scheduled this week starting today. You can find those in the link in the show notes. In addition, a webinar tomorrow titled Space, The Final Economic Frontier starts tomorrow. A link is in the show notes at the very bottom. Okay, I don't have anything in the fun section for you today because it's not fun. You understand that? No, I'm kidding. So yesterday, we actually had to evacuate from the Irvine area. So that was a fun day. I got done with uh, the stories early, and I got those recorded, luckily. And then we had to rush over because uh, we were in warning. So we decided to take precautions because... I'm not very good at playing Russian roulette. And uh, anyway, so that's what we had to do. And uh, I totally missed and forgot to talk about, you know, water on the moon. Uh, So I apologize for that. Anyway, all right. So come back tomorrow. I will be here. Drink your water. My name is Chad Scarborough. I will talk to you tomorrow.
SNB is a space news aggregate that takes all the top space news headlines on the internet and presents them in a less than 10 minute podcast. In order to have complete transparency, every story talked about on this podcast is listed in the show notes. We do not take credit for writing any of these stories. Oh, no.